Welcome to the Moments That Matter podcast. I am your host, Laura Escamilla, and today we're welcoming our friend, Yara Doyle. She's the Director of Operations for the Food Bank RGV, and she's been with the organization for 10 years. We've known Yara for many, many years. She's also a mom. Our boys played baseball together. And what we're going to do today is a little different. As the holidays are approaching, I wanted to discuss how high school students and college students can make a positive impact in the community, and especially with the food bank. I know we have a lot of food insecurity right now, especially around the holidays. There's a great need. So I was hoping you can tell us about the mission and the work of the food bank and how it supports individuals and families in our community. Thank you very much for having me. Yes, I have been working at the Food Bank for 10 years now and started as a food sourcer, now director of operations. So our Food Bank services three counties, Hidalgo, Cameron, and Willisie County. Mm -hmm. We're 20 food banks in the state of Texas, and everybody has their counties that they serve. So we serve those three counties, and we're serving about approximately 76,000 people weekly. Wow, and that's amazing. It's a lot, yes. And it's people that work everyday normal people like ourselves that are not able to make ends meet or have to choose between paying a bill or Grocery. feeding our families. So that's where we step in. We help reach that gap in between paydays to help give a little bit of assistance on that side. So hunger has changed and it's it's in our area, it's very sad because there's a lot of undocumented people as well, and they don't qualify for any benefits whatsoever. So they're literally starving to death with their families. Right. And that's such a shame. But I know I never even knew the term food insecurity. I don't believe. And then now, especially I think since the pandemic, it's been a huge issue. But even on school, college campuses, I didn't even realize that colleges had food pantries right. and things for their students. Yes. I just didn't seem fathomable. We fath had an old board member of ours, the previous president, a couple of presidents back, I guess you do mm -hmm. TRGV, and she noticed that students were actually living in their cars. They mm -hmm. were actually homeless and didn't have anything to eat. And so she actually started the pantry at UTRGV. And so we're very grateful to her because we're able to help that. I believe STC has one as well. And is that something that you provide support for through we your do. food bank? We do. Yes. That's amazing. Like I said, I can't even imagine that there's children. I mean, because I still see college students as our children right. that don't have food, you know, yes. or even just one meal right. to, to have. I, yes, it is sad. It is. And the senior population is really the one that really hurts me the most because I think they get forgotten and uh, a lot of them don't have any food or they'll save the one loaf of bread in their freezer and it just it's hard or maybe family who makes the time to it's help heartbreaking. To on them. <laughs> that's so sad yes well thank you for all the work that you do and You're your organization does can you tell me a little bit about how high school students or college students as they're coming home going on holidays have a week off Maybe how they can help in these initiatives. I know you take volunteers. I'm sure you need lots of hands to get all this food out. We do. Actually, volunteers are our biggest asset. And uh, pre-COVID, we were really lucky in volunteers. And ever since that, it's really slowed down. A lot of people maybe are still afraid to come and help. Mm -hmm. We have never shut down because we are first responders during any type of disaster, but mm -hmm. we are always open. And so a great way for students to help other than volunteering is also food drives. Mm -hmm. 
and or monetary drives. And I can go into detail about that a little bit more. Yeah. So talk to me about the food drives. What can they do with that? They can uh, start just a simple food drive, even if it's just a classroom. I tell everybody a small donation is so much. People say it's only a few things. And I say, well, that few things means the world somebody that has absolutely nothing. Right. So there's no food drive that is too small. We did have a campus in Edinburgh, Economies High School, that used to do a spoon drive. They would sell a spoon and then you would pick the monetary amount. So it was Mm -hmm. like a monetary drive of a dollar up to five dollars. And then they would post all the spoons on their wall. And then at the end of that, Mm -hmm. that time, they would turn in all the money. And it was a really nice drive that they would have and they would have it every year. That's awesome. I know when I, years ago, many years ago, when I worked in Austin at the Austin American Statesman, we had done a drive, a monetary drive. And what we did is everybody donated, not money, but we got a lot of sandwiches together and chips and we made bag lunches and we sold them for essentially $20 a bag. So it was like your lunch money, like give us your lunch money and we'll give you lunch. And yes, it was just a sandwich or whatever, but instead of the employees going to lunch that day, they gave us $20 and they ate lunch That's with a, a sandwich idea. and a chips and a, a soda, right. which cost us probably just dollars, but everything got donated. And then all that money we donated to the food bank there. Wow, and that great. was a, like a Christmas mm-hmm. type. Right. Event. We do get a, a little bit of a bump in the holiday season, Thanksgiving, Christmas, but hunger is all year round for mm-hmm. us. And our largest push where I try to really push donations is the beginning of summer. Mm-hmm. when the kids are out of school because right, that's where we right. start seeing the hike and the need. Right. right now we're seeing the hike due to inflation. Mm-hmm. So at the food bank, I also do all of the outside food distributions and I do have a Colonia delivery program as well that I manage. And we have noticed a huge increase in the people in line to get the products. So right. it doesn't seem to be slowing down for us. It seems to be getting a little bit higher with time. So the need is the volunteers we and do. the supplies. Yes. So... You talked about also a monetary drive, so different ways There's, students have done that. Do you have any examples of that? Or? Just that one from Economides High School. We mm-hmm. hadn't really had another one since then. We do have one ongoing with HEB right now, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed when you do pay. Oh, it asks you. It asks you, you if you right. want to donate. So that is coming to the food bank. So that's another way that they can also help. Okay. Can you talk to me about jobs or, or opportunities to physically go in person and to help? Definitely. We have several different areas that anybody could come and help. In my department alone, we try to pre-bag produce before mm-hmm. we take it to distribution because a lot of times it takes us a long, longer time there to do it. So we try to pre-bag. Yeah, smart. Okay. We also have a kids produce marketplace. We call it, it's a traveling van mm-hmm. that travels to underutilized schools. And the children get to go by and pick, they get a little 10 pound bag and they get to pick their own vegetables. But it's a lot of preparing before that. Mm -hmm. So we could definitely use help with that. So the volunteering opportunities, are they on the weekends or during the day? What is that? Right. We accept volunteers every day of the week. Some Saturdays we do have some openings and usually I believe it's about five o'clock when they end. Now, if there's a special group that needs to come in at a special time, she can set up a special event for that. So if there's an organization like the cheerleaders at a school or a group of athletes that want to go and volunteer, that can be organized during their time. That can definitely be organized. On our website, I believe she can set you up for a specific time to come in. 
Okay, that's good to know. So we're talking about this. And for me, I'm big on giving back to the community. I work for a nonprofit myself, and it is great for students. I want to emphasize that volunteering is great for the resume, for the college resume. It's good on paper to look good, but I also want students to start planning and parents to encourage their students to start making an impact in their community because we're the ones that make things happen. You can't give all this stuff away or do everything without the support of the community. That's correct. And I really want to emphasize that. And can you talk to me about other opportunities? And, you know, you mentioned doing food drives and raising money, but is it only food that is accepted? Or if somebody wanted to donate, obviously you take monetary donations from individuals Definitely. or other... Monetary donations go a little bit further for us as we're mm-hmm. able to have better buying power with that money mm-hmm. or we're able to buy product that's a little bit lower price than we normally would. Okay. So monetary is definitely a bigger help to us. And we definitely do accept pretty much any kind of product. I source everything from furniture to oh, health okay. and beauty to pet food. Does it all have to be brand new? It has to be brand new. But those, when I source, when I say source, I source from the retail side. Mm -hmm. I ask them for everything because we have somebody for every single item that we have. Mm -hmm. People that can't afford to buy the basic necessities of food can't afford to buy deodorant, shampoo. We help a lot of the homeless veterans Mm -hmm. that don't have any furniture. So a lot of the mattresses and stuff go to them. So if people bought, say, blankets or things of that nature or deodorant or other things, non-food items, brand new, they could donate those donate, Especially during disaster. So we are first responders during that time. So we're always looking for new items like the flooding that they had in Port Isabel or Laguna Vista. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. we can always find a home for it. That's for sure. Okay. That's great to know. And do you have anything specific towards the holidays that you all do that's special or different? I'm Is there any specific, I guess, dates or times or things, your events you're working on that you could use volunteers for? Yes, we're actually having a nighttime distribution, a Thanksgiving distribution. It's a thousand family distribution, Mm -hmm. November the 15th, and it's in the evening. Mm -hmm. So that way families that are working are able to come. Most distributions are during the day, but a lot of the working families can't make it. Mm -hmm. So we we try to do them from 5 p.m. to 7 or 7.30 So we can hopefully get those that have to work. So we're going to be able to support them with a turkey and a holiday meal where they're able to make everything for a full meal along with some fresh produce and some other items. So So you could use volunteers volunteers to prepare for it, I'm sure, ahead of time and to give out Mm -hmm. then. On that day. Okay, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Do you do something similar for around Christmas? We do. We'll have another evening distribution in December. I don't have the date, but I do have the one for November. Okay, but Mm -hmm. we can share that when you give it to me on your website. And of the volunteer positions, is there any age requirements you prefer? I believe they said 17 and younger have to be accompanied by a parent. Okay. Or a class, if it's a class, a teacher, a supervisor Mm -hmm. of some kind. We also have special needs groups for those that have special needs children. They can also come, but they have to be accompanied by a parent or a teacher. Okay, that's great. Can you talk to me about any stories? I know you mentioned we talked about the food insecurity at college campuses. Is there anything in particular that stands out to you that students would be affected by that kind of encourage them? Sure. We had a student at PSJISD. She was noticing at her campus that a lot of the students were throwing away good food or apples or fruits. She started to partner with somebody in her campus 
and the campus got a hold of us to see how we could work together. So that program was the first start of a school district that started to donate their leftover food. Oh, okay. So because of her and what she saw, we started with PSJ ISD and now McAllen ISD supports us, La Jolla. We have Edinburgh ISD, I mean Levia. So mm-hmm. almost everybody around the food bank now. Wow. The school districts, especially when they are ending the school for holidays, mm-hmm. they have a lot left over and we'll pick it up or they'll bring it by. So it's been a great opportunity and a good partnership with the school do districts. Re- do any well. restaurants do that? Is that common? Have some, but or restaurants. grocery stores? We or? do. We have a little over 100 retail partners in our three counties. It's mm-hmm. actually more now with the Dollar Generals. There are over 200 stores in our service territory altogether. So we're able to get donations from them. That's what a large endeavor to collect. Just, I mean, it the is. collection of it. And then you're not <laughs> even is. discussing the distribution that's of it and getting part. it out. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. I know, and it was a long time ago, but Isaac, you remember the pool in our neighborhood where we grew up? We grew up in the same neighborhood. You could, in the summer, you would take a canned item, and and we didn't think much of it. But now that we're talking about this, it'd be like, I need to grab a can of green beans and take it to go get into the pool for the day. Do you remember that, That was the best. It was the best that that I could just grab something from the pantry and go to the pool for the day. Right. And... To me, it did, I don't even think I, like, Why I was a kid this? and I don't think I even realized well, it. Well, Laura, I've been at the food bank for 10 years and I've seen a lot of sad things. In March, I started the new Galonia delivery program mm-hmm. and that has really been an eye-opening experience for me. And being there and working every day with people that really need help, mm-hmm. these people are literally starving to death. They have nothing. So we actually deliver, we go house to house in a colonia and deliver Mm -hmm. a fresh box of produce and a five-pound bag of protein. And it is the world to them because they are literally starving with their family. And I have not seen that before. And that's because I work in the industry. Right. And I have that feeling. And now I'm looking at it, right, with a bigger picture now that we're talking, but trying to help students go to college and kids that don't have support and don't have their family. And we're talking about thousands of dollars they're trying to gather to go get an education. But there's people in the world that just want a meal. They They just just want to have want to eat. They just want to have a meal. And that's kind of overwhelming at the moment to think about that, that we have a podcast about getting your kids to college. And there's people who just want to have a meal. They just want to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Kids and the thought of that there's kids out there that aren't getting a meal. A lot of people. And I know that was big during COVID that schools were giving out meals. And they were, from what I remember, Isaac, right, that they were were picking them up and they were going. Mm -hmm. It was very successful. Yes. Yes, it is. In the summer, I believe they still do that. In the summer, they still have that meals they could pick up, which is a great help for us. We recently opened a resource center in Mission. So it's a little smaller food bank, and it also helps the Boys and Girls Club. Kids can come and get a snack after school. So we're trying to be a little bit more proactive, trying to help as many people as we can. Of course, we know there's probably still a lot of people we have not been able to reach. The Colonia program, I've only been able to be in Hidalgo County. I haven't even ventured to Cameron or Willacy Mm -hmm. because of the time constraint. We're working on it and working the kinks out because... I've had staff that's got bit by a dog, another one that oh, got a goodness. gun pulled out on them yeah. in neighborhoods. They're not used to having anybody go out go and out help there. them. So it's it's going to take us a little time to get them. And I think that these stories and 
these revelations of people out there are so important for our kids that probably take their lives for granted. I know my kids do, and we provide the best we can for our kids, but sometimes they're like, I don't have this or that. And it just puts things in perspective. And that's also, I think, more important than a resume, more important than what that looks like is just having perspective on what that looks like. It's very humbling. Mm -hmm. Right. And what a little effort, a little time can do to make a difference. For every hour that a person volunteers, it equals up to 105 meals. Every single person that comes to help just for a little bit of time makes a big difference for us, at least. That so, we're able okay, to help say that again. More. One hour equals 105, 105 meals per person. So with three went out, that's 315 meals. Mm-hmm. That's very impactful. I, yes. And I'm glad you said that. And that, that one individual, if I'm there for two or three hours, I can make a tremendous impact. Huge impact. Right. And just once. Just You're once. not talking about right. just once. an hour of your day every day. Right. And we have older people that come every day to help that are retired sure. and want to mm-hmm. make a difference. And they do. They make a huge difference. Yeah. Right. And I imagine a group of very fit teenagers that can move. It's very good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Because on, that, just... on the distribution side, it's very hard for us. That's amazing. And share any opportunities for that 15th day, like time slots or anything we can share with the schools. We'll be happy to do that. Sure. Here. I believe it starts at 530. We usually like to have everybody there at 5. If you go to our website, which is foodbankrgb.com, there's a volunteer section there and they can sign up there if they're able to make it. The more people we know that are coming, then it'll be easier for us to manage how many lines we're going to have. Now, do you see teams go out there like student athletes? Because I know that I've seen our basketball team go out and do things They've for the community. Sandbags, you know, and I've seen that them kind of stuff. haul away brush after yes. storms together. I, I think what's been a little bit more difficult for students that are in high school is the time the timing, mm-hmm. the time frame for them to come. It's a little harder for them because they're in school. Right. We do see a little bit more of an increase during the holidays, which is wonderful. And towards the end of Easter, when they're trying to get their hours for school. Right. And this is the reason that we're having this discussion, because they have a full week Thanksgiving right. and they have a full month at Christmas and a full week of spring break. Like you said, if they can just spend an hour for a few days or three hours one day, they can have a huge impact. And if they go with a couple of friends... Right. They can make a huge impact or their family goes or, you know, it doesn't have to be. We also have a community garden, too, if they like to work outside, which is great because they Mm -hmm. can help us out there glean or or help the garden. We have families that actually go out and work the little area. They each Mm -hmm. have their own little area garden Mm -hmm, section. And they take it home and eat it or they sell it at community gardens. So, yeah, that's amazing. It's great. I know Skylar's sorority in college at Baylor on Saturdays, they volunteered, but they would go clean up a garden, I think, once a month or something. A group of them. I think it is so important that they give back to the community. And as we're talking about scholarships and we're talking about all these things, they improve the way they look to the community. And I think they get a better sense of where they come from because, as you mentioned, we have a lot of immigrants in the area. We don't know that our kids get exposed to everything exactly. that's out there. Mine don't either. I force yeah. them to go. Justin helps me at disaster distributions. And he's mm-hmm. like, wow, mom, I didn't know you mm-hmm. could lose everything in mm-hmm. a split second. I said, can you lose your life as well? You need mm-hmm. to just grateful that we're still here mm-hmm. and we're able to help. And when you get the chance, you help as many people as you yeah. can. You right. Know, it's a matter of perspective. Life's about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. a, a few great things we've learned today. One, 
that you don't have it covered all the time as far as food. You do need help with donations for food very often. Always. I think a lot of people take for granted that, oh, they've got to cover it. People give them stuff and they're okay. That's not true. That's not true. We can always give more, even if it's small amounts, yeah. and they add up to something that is meaningful. And two, then monetary donations go a long way because you can source food and materials. Also, that we can donate new items like deodorant, sundries, like yes. personal hygiene products, things mm -hmm. of that nature, mm -hmm. things that people may need. And also that you're there in a disaster every time. You're, you're always available. Hunger is a disaster in itself. That's, yes. uh, mm -hmm. that, that's incredible. So I've gotten a lot of great takeaways Good. from today and I've, I've really opened my eyes as far as perspective. Also addressing the misconceptions or stereotypes of what hunger looks like. Yes, we did talk about the most needy. As you mentioned, people struggling day to day to get paycheck to paycheck. They have jobs. They have families and homes. They just need a little help because right. as we all know, our dollar is not going as far as it used to. No. And I think that is so important to realize that Sometimes could be the family, their friend. Nobody knows who's getting help who's or who help. needs it. Right. You it could, could be helping your neighbor or your friend in class. You have right. no idea. The yeah. face of hunger is very different. Right. And no matter what, you're serving your community and you're helping the people that live around you. Right. And, and the good thing is that many or anything that's donated to our food bank stays to our people in this community. So mm -hmm. it doesn't go out of here. It helps. The Not a national. No. Yeah. That's good to know. I remember you used to have a area for teachers also. We do. do. You still have yes. that store? Uh -huh. It's called a school tools program. Yes. And it's for elementary teachers right now. And it's mm -hmm. also that has to be in an impoverished, I believe it's 95% impoverished mm -hmm. areas. And the teachers get to come once a month to shop for their students. And for and that, you accept also donations? Yes, we do. Supplies? Actually, in the summer, we usually have a kickoff. That's mm -hmm. where the need is really in the beginning. But she does it all year round. Okay, and great. And I guess the follow-up to that is what type of items do you prefer for that she particular She prefers because she was telling me the biggest items are pencils, crayons, folders, spirals, like the main. The consumables, the greatest the, hits. The greatest the hits. The things that the kids right, use every day. that they use every day. And I believe they come in, the teachers, and they get to choose what their class may need. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I love that program as well. I'm glad you let us know about that. That's yeah. great. And I'm saying... Because I know a couple of years ago, I ordered a thousand highlighters for my office and mm -hmm. they had the wrong website on there and they were fixed and resent. But what do I do with a thousand highlighters? Right. And we donated them. You donated them. them. They're mm -hmm. brand new right. and they were in packages. Even if but they what weren't, do you... it was still okay. You know, yeah. But a thousand, what do you do with a thousand highlighters? Yes. <laughs> right. So I was just curious if that is still available because yes, that's also is. important for it is. our teachers need so much support also. Yes, they do. And are there, you mentioned the program for students, you go to the schools and you give out little, you let them pick out vegetables and stuff. Is that a specific school district? Specific schools, they also have to be an impoverished area. I'm not exactly sure how they get on that waiting list, list mm -hmm. but that's probably one of my favorite programs because yeah. the little kids are so excited and the little bag is so cute and they get to choose what, what they, they want, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what they get to take. So on top of the food sourcing or the retail sourcing, I source all of the produce for the food banks. We have a lot of programs that depend on fresh produce. So mm -hmm. we're able, thankfully, get a lot of produce to give out, donate it. That's amazing. Yeah, that's really great. Mm -hmm. So monetary donations go a long way to getting and just, fresh produce. Yes. Also, great. if you're at HEB, just pick up a little coupon and, <laughs> yes. and donate something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They used to have the little pull tabs, remember? Right. I remember, I remember that. Is it just now on the screen now? Now it's electronic on the screen. 
So we're like, darn it, you know, because you can kind of see them sticking sticking out. Now you have to really look at it to see. Well, sometimes if you see the guy in front of you do it, you're going to want to do it too. So that's very encouraging. Right now is a good time for that. And Walmart usually has one too during Smart Mm -hmm. Change, but that's already passed. But you can always see them on the screens. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're going to include it in the the way we we go curbside just for everything all the time. I wonder. If there's a checkbox for that. that, But that would be nice to... Probably not. Yeah, to add it at the end. HGB, if you're listening, maybe you can add that checkbox to the curbside. I never thought about that. Because so many people use curbside exclusively. HGB is a great partner of ours. Yeah, Fantastic. Really great. I imagine they do so much for the community. They support our scholarship as well. They are really great with us. Yes. Great. Is there... Anything else that you feel you'd like to share that we didn't cover? We had a long list of questions, but I feel like we addressed a lot I through think answers. We did, and I wanted to touch base on how important it is for them to get back to their community. And if they do get the chance to volunteer at a food distribution, it's good so they can see how close their neighbors are or can be or can become food insecure very easily. A family member getting sick, a loss of a job, it could be any of us in a brief moment when it's good for them to see that we're there to help. So hopefully they can come and help us. Yeah, absolutely. Would you share your website again? Sure. Foodbankrgv as a realgrandyvalley.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your You're time, very welcome. I appreciate you sharing. Thank we learned you. a lot. Yes, we Good. learned a lot. Thank you. This is great information. I hope you both can come volunteer. We Absolutely. Will. Yeah. We will. <laughs> I'm you. actually thinking of all the ways I can get Lucas to go yeah. with us. Yeah, for sure. It's important. Good. Yeah. Good. Yes. I'm glad. Thank you.